surface. People up there, they get me nervous. I wanna go deeper. I'm getting tired of All right, it's time for another Root Issues podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm here in the booth today with Alyssa. Hello. And Steve. I'm here. And Luke. Hey. So the gang is all here. We're jumping into the continuation of being spiritual in a secular world, not just human. And we today are looking at the new way of the Spirit, freedom to life in the Spirit. And we're going to be digging into Romans seven fourteen through chapter 8 and verse 4. And this message is just like, just incredible in the sense that it just really challenges us to really question like how are we living and are we living in the spirit and then steve's got some great visuals that you won't see but you'll hear us talking about them as we dig into the courtroom the gospel of grace and the cinema as we kind of look at how are we living our life and how are we looking at our life now this one is very introspective because we're going to be challenging each other to kind of look deep into our soul and say, like, you know, what is feeding our soul and how are we being led by the Spirit? And so I'm going to jump in and say, give me one word that sums up your impression of this message, Alyssa. Ooh, um, temptation. Ooh, good one. I love that one. That's a good word. Luke? Narrow. <laughs> Narrow, nice, nice. Steve? One word. One, one word, one word, <laughs> baby. One word, man, one word. I know, you, you talked, you know, it wasn't one of your longest messages, but... Yeah, devotion. Devotion. Mm. Okay, for me, I have to just go with the word freedom. Nice. You know, brave okay. heart. Freedom! <laughs> yeah. You know, and so let's jump in, okay? So, Alyssa, you said temptation. You know, like, why did that word jump out to you? Uh, I just feel like... I, when I, there's downtime or I think the entertainment is hard. And okay. when I look at my phone, where am I going to go? Yeah. And it's like the apps, online shopping, you know, there's just so much out there to distract and to pull my attention yeah. that I really have to resist and constantly be mindful of. Yeah. I'm there. Know. I'm there. Yeah. I'm there. It's just hard. And I yeah. I want the temptation to be, like, I want God to be the one tempting yeah. me um, for my time. Yeah. But somehow it just, it's typically towards yeah. worldly things. Yeah. Yeah. To try to keep up, you know, yeah, be yeah. relevant, be in the know. Like, have you seen this? Have yeah. you, you know, I'm just so tempted to, like, no. <laughs> And, yeah. <laughs> you know, be with it. No, I haven't seen it. I don't want to see it. I know. You what, know? Are, what are people talking about? Yeah. yeah. So. And you, you may be like, what are we talking about? But we're going to keep going down these one words, and then it's all going to weave together okay. really nice. So stay with us. All right, Luke, narrow. Narrow, yeah. I mean, I think a thing that you, Steve, said that really stuck out to me was, uh, do I laugh at things that God can't? Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I, I mean, you think more and more on that, and it's like, yeah, I guess I do laugh at things that God couldn't or like that the spirit wouldn't feel and Mm -hmm. i and i feel that in my spirit when i'm doing those things Mm -hmm. yeah and so it's just you know there's a very narrow but broad like it's it's easy to understand but it's narrow to to do Mm -hmm. um so that's why i pick narrow i think okay yeah i like that i like that yeah all right steve 
Yeah, I think, boy, there's so many. Um, those are great. Uh, devotion for me, I think, is just the we're constantly being pulled, right, uh, when it comes to the affections of our heart. My mm-hmm. devotion, what am I devoted to? Mm-hmm. And uh, the goal, right, obviously, of this new life we're called into is stay devoted. The center, keeping the gospel at the center of my heart and my devotion rather than being pulled into the courtroom as we talked yeah. about, which would be back into legalism, yeah. sin management, all that stuff. Um, or I'm the other thing I'm battling maybe even more is the world that we call it the cinema, right? Which yeah. is just entertainment, the world, mm-hmm. the media, uh, theater, all the things that the flashy new thing, um, that, uh, is vying for my devotion in my time. Yeah, mm. I do have a question. If that's okay. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> no, that's uh, not unacceptable. Goes <laughs> with yeah. um, so this. You said you want God tempting you. Yeah. And so when I think of these, I mean, I think the law is tempting certain aspects, and I think the cinema is tempting certain aspects. Steve, would you agree? Because you have a lot of you know, like knowledge. Um, is does God tempt us to follow Him? So so <laughs> so. Uh, um, James says that God he can't tempt us. He puts us in trial, right? Okay. So God, because mm-hmm. God's not evil, so He doesn't tempt us. Temptation is tempting with something evil. He puts us under trial. There's a big difference between those two words. So okay. we are, um, anyway. That's James yeah. chapter one. Yeah. yeah. Cool. No, I mean, you know, when I think about like what she was saying, like she wants her devotion and yeah. the thing that's buying the thing she longs for the most to yeah. be God and yeah. to go to God sources. So it's like being tempted by God, but like in a in a, a good, good way. way. Okay. I mean, for me, I said freedom because it's like, you know, just, I just want to live free. <laughs> I don't want to live under the law. I don't want to live under like controlling yeah. of the culture. I just want to live in freedom, like where I can just sit and do nothing. I mean, that's a new thing for me. <laughs> like, you know, since my surgeries and everything, like to be able to just to say, I'm just going to sit today. Mm-hmm. And then the whole family is looking at me like, is he going to explode? What's going on? You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, just to sit and think, maybe journal, but just the freedom to say, you know, I'm just going to be with God. I'm just going to chill. I'm not going to be like mandated by the time, mandated by everything in me that drives me to be like, I achieved so much today. Today mm-hmm. was a good day, you know? And so that's like this new thing that I've been living under is this freedom of the spirit. And so today, like we've got two kind of key verses, like Steve brought us in with second Chronicles sixteen nine, And it's so incredible. It says for the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. That is powerful. Like, you know, like God is looking for those people who are saying, you are my strength. I'm fully committed to you. I'm living on dependence on you. And that is who he goes to. And he kind of set that up for us just to kind of make us think in our souls and in our spirit life, like, what are we devoted to? Because as we get into this Roman section, it gets a little like, there's a lot of, I don't do what I want to do, but I do what I want to do, but I don't do what I should do and I need to do. And there's a lot of do's. And I love the do's because I'm a doer. So, I felt so seen by that, though, because <laughs> it's like that is my day to day. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it's just this constant. And it, and it should be for all. I think that's the point okay. of that is yeah. that we're not going to advance into the freedom of the yeah. spirit until I get really honest with my mm-hmm. soul. Yeah. If I can't agree with what Paul's struggle is there in <laughs> Romans seven, yeah. I'm not ready to move yeah. into chapter eight. Right, I'm, I'm not ready, and that, and that's I think where a lot of folks are at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you know, Steve, you got it pulled up. Do you want me to read it? You want to read it? I mean. 
Yeah, either way. Oh, you want to read uh, all yeah. seven? Or yeah, what? I mean, you, know, you can even just pop your highlights. I mean, I've got some highlighted ones. Okay. Yeah, well, um, let's pick up in verse 14. Uh, and the, yeah, this is just, again, this is deep, the deepest language we have in all of literature. Mm-hmm. That's a big statement, but it's true. That is giving a reality check, the honesty of of this battle within the soul, and specifically here, this is Paul himself, possibly when he was a Pharisee, right, mm-hmm. trying to do the law. Um, but it also could be somebody who doesn't know God, but just has the understanding of uh, the law in general out yeah. there, right? That um, So it's just being honest with the soul. So starting in verse 14, um, chapter 7 of Romans. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh, sold under sin. For I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand, for I delight in the law of God in my inner being. But I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? And so Paul sums up what he this stroke, this inner, that, that yeah. sets us, <laughs> that is the answer of Jesus, which we'll get to in chapter 8, but verse 25, now he sums up this struggle. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh I serve the law of sin. Yeah, Isn't love that? it. Love it. I mean, it just breaks it down. I'm going to go ahead and jump into, you know, eight one because you read that on Sunday. Like life through the Spirit. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Because those, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. And so, this is what we're going to talk about today. We're going to jump into. We have the courtroom which is one great defining way. I mean, I think mm-hmm. like the visual here, we went with the courtroom and then in the middle there was the gospel of grace and then on the other side, the cinema. And we're going to break those down because those really, those three elements really define how we can be living, whether we're followers of Christ or not followers of Christ. And then definitely if you're chosen to say, hey, I'm a follower of Christ, then these are the three arenas that are kind of put before us where we can spend our time, spend our energy. Yeah, let me just define those for us, I think, just in general, right, is that uh, in the courtroom, um, it elevates the law. It sees the yeah. law. It sees the good of the law, but it has no ability to – and just like in a normal courtroom, right? A courtroom yeah. doesn't have any ability. All it does is bring down justice, guilt, yes. or mm-hmm. innocence, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other end, the cinema, meaning our culture, entertainment uh, of the world, right, the world system, 
is it goes the opposite direction, yeah. right? It, it it actually is constantly trying to break down God's law, yeah. uh, work towards lawlessness, and just always deconstruct, right? Yeah. The yeah. system, all those. We could put it all in there, right? Yep. And, and we just know that from cinema theater throughout the ages, right? Yeah. It, it it moves towards decadence. Always. Yeah. And uh, so those are the two kind of battles. In the middle is the glory of the cross mm-hmm. where – and which you read for us is what God did for us. Yeah. By his own spirit, by his own love for us, right, he defeated the power of sin and death for us that we can be free, right, to stand yeah. in the uh, courtroom, right, and be righteous because of what, how God sees us because of the grace of God. And we can now live out in the cinema free from the power of sin and death and mm-hmm. live righteously in the midst of a, of uh, the temptation of the world to draw mm-hmm. us into yeah. to that system. Totally. So it's being gospel-centered. Yeah. Totally gospel center. All right. So I think being raised Christian reform from West Michigan, uh, and this maybe this falls more in the like progressive Christianity thing that we were talking about last week, but I feel like the courtroom isn't the issue for me, the way of the law, because I do feel like my church growing up did a really good job of, you know, explaining the relationship you can have with Jesus and mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit working in your heart. I think I've always struggled, and I think I've been sold a little bit of a lie through um, probably the progressive Christianity thing with, like, young life and just, you know, things that try to be relevant, Mm -hmm. really relevant, uh, that I've – the – fighting the temptation of the cinema and the way of the world has always been hard, and I think now that – Things are so polarizing, it's just become really apparent that you cannot continue on in both because it's blatantly like in your face. And especially with like all the Pride Month stuff coming out and the companies that are really um, embracing that. Yeah. It's starting to hurt. It's like, great, so now I can't stop at Target anymore. Like, I think I'm really having to draws a hard line of mm-hmm. like can't watch this can't shop here you know like that's correct though that's yeah. i think what we have to start yeah. to do but it's stinging yeah. <laughs> it's really getting tough i mean it's, it's a pursuit of like trying to be righteous and holy which is like, i know is, yeah beautiful but yeah, very hard yeah, yeah. Right. and i mean you know the way you put it it's like narrow it's a narrow way it's a narrow line yeah. that you have to it's walk a, i a mean good word you know when i think about the courtroom i'm i'm I've never left the courtroom not guilty. <laughs> you know, so I kind of like, you know, like, I'm like, okay, I can't go to the courtroom because I'm always guilty in the courtroom. I mean, and I'm a great defense lawyer for myself, you know, or for somebody who puts yeah. me on their retainer, you know, but I'm like, yeah, like, you know, the courtroom, I love the law because it points to everything that I struggle with. And then the only way I can do that is like to surrender that and say, all right, God, help me fix this show me you know how grace comes in here show me how i can walk away from that you know and so yeah like you know the courtroom it fits my personality because i'm a doer like oh i've done good i had a quiet time for 365 days this year you know Mm -hmm. ooh, check it off you know that's on my record account like i want to keep my ledger you know in the in the black and not in the red and so the cinema you know it's not so much a tempting for me because i'm always doing like I don't have time to watch a movie. We need to clean the carport. We need to clean the cars. We need to, you know. And so, yeah, so I've never been, like, you know, totally sucked in that way too much. But the courtroom has always been appealing to me because it's like, hey, I'm doing this. I'm doing this, Mm -hmm. you know. And then somebody will be like, good job, Chris. And you're like, yeah, I know. And so, yeah. I mean, I think the most 
the one that I think I have the most, I don't know, the cinema, it, it, it hits hard with me because, you know, that's yeah. kind of my job is to produce yeah. content yeah. for people to watch, to make them feel something, to make them do something. Yes. And that's what it's there for, right? The, the media, movies, they're there to either be a distraction from reality so people watch things. Um, and a lot of times people use that to harness it to, you know, it pretty much they can they can brainwash people with it right yeah that's pretty much what it boils down to and they can remove certain emotions put in other emotions um or just selling them on lies really yeah mm-hmm. and obviously it can be used for good as well but <laughs> the world definitely uses it more for for that um so it's a i think when i look at our culture today it is such a culture of trying to use distraction mm-hmm. to escape oh, yeah. law um and i think a lot of Christians that I see around me and I think myself, it's like not necessarily being in one of these camps, but kind of a weaving in and out of all of them. Yeah, you know? totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so obviously we try to stay in the middle, but we swerve off the road. Yeah. We, we don't, yeah. <laughs> we don't stay in our lane. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's yeah. definitely hard, but I think yeah. that it's a really beautiful analogy. Carson and I were talking about the escape situation with parenting. Like so yeah. many parents are just looking for the next break from their kids and like they don't see that as their you know joy and their pleasure it's like that joy and pleasure can only be found outside of Mm -hmm. the um responsibility of family and child rearing yeah you know no totally together it's just like so sad that there's this turn taking of like okay you're on with the kids now i can go have my like real life yeah yeah no, we're, like, we're told what to like and not to like, right? Yeah. Right. It's the world telling us what is good and oh, what is yeah, bad. Oh, yeah. All, yeah. 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 You know. And then, I mean, it's like, you know, when you think about, like, just the cinema and the culture, you know, what you're saying is it goes back to the me-centric. Oh, yeah. You know, like, oh, I need this Self for me. God. You know, like, I need to go do my mountain bike thing. I need to go do this thing or that mm-hmm. thing, you know. And so anything that interrupts that, you know, it doesn't lead us into me centric you know so Mm -hmm. everything we gotta like oh no the kids that's just a Mm -hmm. like a pain like i don't want to do that and so when i think about it it's like the gospel of grace okay the new way of the spirit liberty the word worship and wonder you want to break some of those words down for us yeah i just you know tried to put those up there to kind of define the difference of those three and luke is exactly right yeah you know graphic never does justice to the spiritual journey but yeah i mean we can go from one moment in our thinking yeah in the courtroom to the cinema right to let our flesh be entertained Mm -hmm. yeah i I can go back and forth dynamically and the goal right always is to uh, keep christ at the center right Mm -hmm. keep uh, the gospel and his grace at the center otherwise i'm going to uh, lull over to the way of the law yeah or i'm going to be lulled over to the way of the world right into mm-hmm. just i want to be entertained i get yeah. numb right and so just you know laws on one side there's liberty true liberty is rooted in the freedom we get from god um and that's something we as a country need to wrestle with again right yeah. it's not something um that man can just uh, li- liberty is something it's transcendent right mm-hmm. otherwise it it gets abused quickly, right? Yeah. The history shows that. And the, uh, so that's law, the liberty of the gospel. And then the other is, is this big word, licentiousness, which is just means fleshly, right? Worldly yeah. um, stuff. I looked it up. Lacking legal or moral restraints, disre- disregarding sexual restraints. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, you know, again, that's always been at the center of 
of entertainment, sadly, yeah. but the center of entertainment from day one, mm-hmm. little history, the first 400 years of the church, you could not be involved in theater or cinema or any of that yeah. because the Greeks, the Romans used all of that, right, to just, to, to they were, it was completely corrupted, yeah. right? Um, and it, at the center of it usually was a, a high, mm-hmm. right, decadence and, yeah. and a breaking down of, of, for sure, of God's design for sex um, and life and everything. Even music. Yeah. Nisi was sure. telling us in Bible study that they were only allowed to use three chords when creating music. And then when they started introducing, like, the seventh and the eighth, these different octaves, that's when you get that, like, more of a creepy sound. Yeah. Then that completely... It wasn't like harmonious and like worshipful anymore. Like there was like a dark side that came. I know, really interesting. Takes me wow. back to the eighties where you know <laughs> where the, the backward mat is there the devil in the beat you know type discussion yeah. you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean we have to be careful with this, right? In the sense yeah. that God is the creator and He's given us creativity. Yeah. Right. Um, but boy. We have to be super careful because in the name of being creative and relevant is what you were saying. Yep. We have actually let the world I- inform us and the church more, yeah. right, than obviously God's word in, in many ways. Um, and then the last on the chart is just this idea of worry, right? Mm-hmm. If I, if I'm under, if I move towards the courtroom, legalism, yeah. sin management, all this stuff, then, you know, what happens is my soul is I, I worry, right? Yeah. Naturally, am I going to yeah. be right with God? I can never mm-hmm. be at peace with God. Um, the center of that is that childlike wonder it's worship mm-hmm. the freedom you mentioned about yeah. that's really freedom liberty right though cinema causes us to wander yes. any any worldly entertainment the challenge is is it numbs us it it uh, nba finals are on right now i love it i'm, I'm watching but man <laughs> you just have to it takes yeah. hold of you it yeah. takes all your thought right and is there anything wrong with that? No, there's not anything wrong with it, but I have to watch my soul. I mm-hmm. have to watch. If I'm willing to sit down and watch two and a half hours, right, yeah. night after night of NBA yeah. playoffs or whatever the issue is, is that, um, boy, you know, what is that doing? It's doing in the commercials that everything yeah. there is having a greater impact on my soul than I realize. And so yeah. I just need to be aware of that. Right? Yeah. No, I mean, when you think about it, it's like, you know, like if you're like hanging out in the cinema and then you're like, oh, man, I watched the game last night. And you're like, the the, the people who are standing in the courtroom are like tapping their feet with their hands crossed. Like you spent two and a half hours watching a game that right. has yeah. no eternal ramification. And then you're like, oh, I got to go to the courtroom because I'm not right with God. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that balance in the gospel of grace of like my life and my spirit are connected with God. And that's mm-hmm. what feeds me. Can I watch a game and not be drugged back in the courtroom? Absolutely. Yes. You know, but that's what we're talking about. Like, can you be introspective and really think deeply? Like, how are you connecting with God? What are your habits? What are your goals? And what are the outcome of those mm-hmm. things that are keeping you connected to God? Yeah. And just uh, throw something in here. I, I, I think that this is the challenge, right? Yeah. In our world where we are so, we have entertainment you know, as I shared just some of the ancient Greek culture in the cities of yeah. the Decapolis that Jesus actually grew up near, there's nothing under the sun in the yeah. sense of, you know, that the theater, the all those things, um, gymnasium and all that. Yeah. But boy, uh, you know, you see Jesus' model, first of all, quiet, right, mm-hmm. removing. And, yeah. and so the question is, man, I have to watch over what's going on in my soul. And yeah. am I finding my affection and my devotion um in the quiet place. Yeah. You always see Jesus yeah. himself and taking others to, out to the wilderness, away yeah. from the noise. And uh, and then just gospel-centered, yeah. right, is that 
oh boy, am I falling to sin management or am I numbing my soul? And uh, just being able to really stay in that place of grace, right, mm-hmm. and know how to live under the gospel, yeah. right, is the powerful thing. Yeah, and that that kind of takes us to you know your application statements of like this slide here. It said, "Remove the noise and embrace the quiet place to experience the new way of the spirit." You know, and so I mean, it's like you know, like you know, that is a you know a set time, or it could just be a lifestyle of. Like, I got to remove the noise for a bit, you know, and mm-hmm. I've just got to go and sit and be at peace in my own spirit, you know, because that's really where the battle is. It's like, you know, when can you, when are you not like doing something on the checklist for the courtroom? And then when are you not doing something that's just entertaining the soul? But mm-hmm. when are you just actually listening to your spirit? You know, whenever I feel like anxiousness or worry come on, like I do, I try to like step back, get into a quiet place and just be like, why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm. what's not at peace, you know, but I got to get quiet so that I can find what is not at peace in my soul, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, you said something really cool. It was uh, busyness never allows a heart to be formed. Yes. Actually, and, that was Soren Kierkegaard, but I'll take credit. Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you mentioned it. Um, Gosh, that sounds really good. And so like, I mean, you, I found it all the time, you know, we get caught up in these loops of yeah. um, all of a sudden there's so many things that seem like they matter so much yeah. and so much relies on you and these people. And, and then you just stop and thinking like, well, actually none of this stuff actually really matters. <laughs> and it does bring a peace and yes. beauty to everything. Um, but you do have to go into those and you, and you can get there when things are happening around you too. Yeah. Obviously it's easier in the midst of nature. Yeah. Um, but just shutting, shutting everything out and thinking about mm-hmm. things is, has been super helpful in my life for sure. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. No, I mean, when I think about it, it's like, you know, when we're in the courtroom and we're wondering, am I in God's blessing or even better, like, am I in God's favor? Like, if we're not sure about those two statements, blessing or favor from God, then anxiousness and worry come and that just drives us and it wears us down. Like, do I have enough money put away for college? And and then if we don't, what can we do to get that? Like, will yeah. God cover that? You know, um, you know, oh my gosh, like, you know, the Aspen Valley Hospital, like, sent me a bill and it was 31000 <laughs> for what? Oh, for my for surgery <laughs> and i'm like whoa, whoa 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 you know like you know the anxiousness starts to form and then you're like okay i gotta find a quiet place everybody be quiet like i gotta find a quiet place like why because we got a thirty thousand dollar medical bill but oh then it's gosh. like you know the peace just comes and it's like okay you know we just need one phone call probably a long hold time talk to the insurance <laughs> company and they're like oh yeah no 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 yeah no we just were missing some paperwork and then we found it and then we've resubmitted yeah and, it's okay. and you're like okay it's all okay it's okay but the anxious and the worry drive us immediately to i don't want to deal with that so i'm going to go numb myself in the cinema mm-hmm. i'm going to go numb myself in culture you yeah. know like we we talked about it maybe last week like how many people are sitting on the front row of the nba playoffs and they're scrolling through their screen like put the phone away and so and so if you're kind of finding yourself in that cycle then yeah you know you do need to say okay i need to remove the noise i need to embrace the quiet place so that i can center on the gospel and be be there you know i can center on the gospel because i mean that's that sweet spot yeah when we can center on the gospel and then remove the anxiousness and the worry Beautiful. You know, so what do y'all think about that? I love it. I I think um, gratefulness, like going back to a sense of thanks, 
um, you know, thinking of things that I can give praise for uh-huh. that immediately will like shift me back to the middle. Yeah. It does no, all lead I mean, back yeah. to worship. I mean, we yeah. worship because this is true, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because we have this peace that surpasses all understanding mm-hmm. and this love that is greater than any other love and the only true love there is. That's why we, yeah. we get to worship and we have a God that is worth, you know, saving and following. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, yeah. And so, you know, when you think about it, it is, it's like, you know, being able to identify what you're feeling, why you're feeling it, and what's the answer, you know? And I mean, it's like, I'm always going to sit right here on this one. You know, the gospel is the answer for everything. It is. You know, it really is. And then I love that, you know, that, you know, because that reminds me of my church days of, do you have a grateful heart? Like, what am I going to be grateful for? Like, oh, my whole yeah. world's falling apart. But then when you think about, like, what am I grateful for? Yeah. Where has God, we talked about it in the parenting class, and then I just heard some other testimonies about it, like, you know, having a testimony jar or a testimony mm-hmm. book, you know, where you're writing down when God has come in and does yeah. D- does what he does the god can yeah the god can, can is how preston you know the can follows things yeah. that god can do. that god has done he can do it and then mm-hmm. when you're feeling like i don't know if i have anything to give praise for you go back to the can like yeah oh remember when so-and-so got this blessing and remember when god did this and remember mm-hmm. when our car broke down and we didn't know what we we're gonna do and then those guys just showed up and they said hey we'll get you taken care of at our know? engagement party somebody gifted carson and i a prayer box it's uh, tiny and it has like a little pencil in it with little papers yeah and we have like we've wrote down big prayer requests like we needed housing yes you know prayer for healthy deliveries of all of our babies mm-hmm. And the stack when you go through of yeah. like answered prayers yes. to like maybe the one or two things we're still praying for, still waiting is for and looking insane for, yeah. that yeah. it's all been answered. Yeah, and and those are some simple applicable things, or maybe that not you even answered, but yeah. just like rectified in some way. Well, yeah, it's you know? it's been taken care redeemed. of. Yeah, yeah, it's been redeemed. It's been taken yeah. care of. And so when you think about it, it's like you know. You know, we try to do that in the Henderson house, like talk about yeah. what God has done, remembering those are their stories, you know, yeah. and then like, you know, keeping, you know, pictures on the, you know, the TV, just scrolling oh, like, that's oh, a good idea. remember that, you know, and I mean, it's like, you know, my stepfather passed away like a month ago. Yeah. And so I was like, guys, does anybody want me to remove the Papa Bill pictures? No, 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 no. Keep oh, them. I'm like, it. I don't want anything like you know to upset you or anything you know we know he's in heaven but but yeah and so there is this process that we can say i'm not going to step into the culture Mm -hmm. of entertainment but i can still look at how many how many photos do you have on your phone well and when i get sick or fed up of social media that's what i go back to Uh as i scroll my photos photos. app yeah Mm -hmm. just the photos because those are our memories and those are connected to god doing Mm -hmm. incredible things in our lives and then that takes us to a place where we remove the anxiety we start to say life by the spirit is the way to go Mm -hmm. i mean i had a huge kind of perspective shift i was in in africa Uh uh-huh and there was this guy named Hadley, um, like on the side of the road, like shivering. Yeah. And it's like a hot day outside. We walk mm-hmm. over, and, like ask him if he wants prayer or anything. And just like the stench of, you know, urine was so strong. Um, and we ask him like, you know, you know, do you know Jesus? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I know Jesus. Yeah. And this man is like literally, it seems like he's dying in front of us. Yeah. And he's paralyzed half his body. He's just laying there smelling like that. And 
like thinking about like how can someone in that state know what love is? Yeah. Like yeah. how can someone yeah. in that state feel loved? Mm-hmm. And it's just like such a big shift because like when we think of love, we think about like, or, you know, God's grace, we think about, you know, earthly blessings yes, and all these absolutely. things and, you know, having, having a family and all these things. But I'm like, maybe he does like the meaning of love more than I do mm-hmm. because he's been to the bottom. He is at the bottom and he still feels like so loved. Yeah. And it was just, it was mind blowing. Yeah. Um, and we gave him a Bible. We asked him if he could read and we gave him a Bible and we just like drove away and he's reading his Bible. So yeah, it was, it was definitely, it was cool. Yeah. But, and so, yeah. And so it is, it's like so much perspective of how you look at things. But if you can say like, I need to center on the gospel of grace, like, you know, every Sunday and every Wednesday, we're like, you know, every day, middle school students, like think about, reflect on the gospel. Yeah. Like what has God done and what is God doing mm-hmm. through his plan for your life? And so we just want to encourage you to just spend this week kind of being introspective. Like, are you living in the courtroom where you're doing the task and the list and waiting for a judgment? Are you living in the cinema where you're just like, I just need to numb everything. I got all these things I need to deal with, but I just can't deal with them. You can't, but God can. And are are, are you trying to find that place where you're living in the gospel of grace, living in liberty, living in his word and his promises and just in awe of worship and wonder because that's kind of sounds like where that gentleman was. He was in the worship and wonder of who God is and his situation was not determining whether or not God loved him. Mm. And And God always addresses the heart first. Yeah. And so, yeah. So we just want to encourage you just dig in, get introspective. Think about things. And if you ever need to reach out and touch us, you can reach us at rootissues at ccasman.com. We hope this midweek jolted you to take some time and be in the quiet and think and speak and listen to your spirit. Until next week, have a good one. Take care. Surface. People up here, they get me nervous